Hey there, everyone. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So, today we're going to be talking about The Cloisters by Katie Hayes. I cannot begin to tell you how much I enjoyed this book. I really loved the concept of the book. You're following Anne, and she's still reeling from the death of her father. So, she has a master's degree in, um, I guess, art history. And she gets a position at the Met. You know, that's it. She has no fallback. Um, it's the Met or nothing because she can't stay home anymore. You know, every time she's home, she's reminded of her father and she just cannot do it anymore. So, unfortunately for her, or... Fortunately, depending on how you look at it, um, <laughs> the Met, her position is no longer necessary. So she's pretty much left with nothing. You know, she has a sublet she can't afford um, because she no longer has a job. So she's kind of like in limbo. Out of nowhere comes Peter, offers her a position at the Cloisters. Um, what he's trying to do is find an ancient tarot deck, you know, something from the 15th century, a complete deck. There's nothing that has ever been discovered that's quite that old, and he has an obsession with um, divination at a historical standpoint. Mm, but maybe, you know, depending on how you read it, he's kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> he's obsessed with trying to know the future, trying to figure out the future. So, the story does lend itself to some paranormalness, I guess, some supernatural when it comes to the tarot deck, but not really. For Anne, by the time you get to it, it's just like, oh, you make your own destiny, you make your own fate, and she learns that from Rachel. I just really loved how Anne kind of goes from this mousy unsure of herself girl you know she doesn't think she's quite that pretty you know she thinks she's okay it's not like she hasn't had relationships but she's not like ever thought of herself as sexy um and she is also quite brilliant as well but you know there are some times where she's like oh i'll never be as brilliant as rachel or never be as brilliant as peter but through the progression of the story she's really learning to appreciate herself and love herself and my goodness, she becomes more daring. She becomes more thoughtful. She becomes more cunning, I should say. I do love Hayes' writing style. It's very atmospheric. And alongside the really good character development, you have these really strange character dynamics as well. I mean, the book does open up with a death, you know. The first line is, um, death always finds me in August, right? Someone at the cloisters has died. You don't know who, you don't know how, you know, it's basically you're playing a game of Clue. Who, when, when, where, why? Who did it? In what room? With what weapon? Of course, we kind of know the weapon, Belladonna, poison. So once you know the weapon, you're just like, hmm. 
I think it was this person with the belladonna. But Hayes doesn't really give you these concrete clues. She really makes you second guess who the murderer is. At points where I'm just like, is it Anne? Is Anne the murderer? I don't know. Maybe she is a murderer. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's the divine hand of justice. Maybe it's Rachel. Maybe it's Leo. Maybe it's Peter. Who is dead at the end of the day? I'm not going to spoil it for you because it was really good. Um, I liked unveiling that kind of mystery. I like how it started as a story of a girl going to the Met to study art. Well, not study, to... She wants to be a curator. <laughs> to going to the cloisters, a very gothic environment that has its own poisonous garden. I mean, it's a garden full of poisonous plants. They all look incredibly beautiful, but they are poisonous. It's just very... Captivating, I guess is the right word. It was a very enthralling. You know, her writing style really does suck you into the story and it makes you invested in these characters. It makes you invested in the mystery. Like, you need to know who killed who because you don't know that information until it finally happens. And then when it does happen, you're just like, okay, still, who killed who and for what reason and why? And Hayes just makes you second guess everything. You, I had my theories. Some of them did pan out. Um, but overall, I was incredibly just... I was hooked from beginning to end. I really was. It was such an engaging novel. Uh, I can't begin to... Hi I highly recommend it. I do. You know, four and a half out of five stars. It's a slow read, but it's an intense read to the point where I was just like... I would just flew through it and I didn't want to put it down, which is very hard because I was hosting the book club for it. So I could only read a certain number of chapters a week. And oh my God, that was so hard to do. I'm just like, I don't want to put this book back down. I want to read what's going to happen next. I need to read what's going to happen next. I mean, I got my coworker to read it and she flew through it and she ended up loving it. Like, whew, man, it was a good book. So once again, four and a half out of five stars. Um, this is The Cloisters by Katie Hayes. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I will include links in the description below where to purchase it. And on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee with a one-time donation or by becoming a monthly um, donator on Anchor FM, my recording platform for just 99 cents a month. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.